Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us, they were competitive games, though they were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up, we were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying, because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Welcome back to another Pure Victory Podcast. Excited for another episode where we can get some truth, some God's truth out there and just share with you, um, man, something that we're passionate about. We're passionate about this topic of masturbation and bringing clarity to it because there's a lot of confusion around this. There's a lot of questions around this. And you know, honestly, even if people think that masturbation is not in line with God's view, they don't really know why uh, in terms of a biblical foundation and putting scripture to it. And so it's more of a feeling, which is awesome. Um, But we want to give biblical foundation so that people can really be solid in understanding God's view on it, his purpose um, in terms of why he views it a certain way. And so I'm excited for this. This is going to, I I know, bring a lot of clarity and and, uh, just open eyes, I guess, to people because we've seen in the past where a lot of people are going, wow, this finally makes sense when we share this stuff. So I'm excited for today. Yeah, I'm too. And I think that we're excited, as Matt was saying, because we... We see the confusion, we've gotten the questions, and we've had the questions in our own life too when we were, you know, dealing with uh, addiction to pornography and struggling with masturbation. And, you know, it's something that usually is deeply ingrained in us right from the get-go, right? Like when you, you hit puberty, you tend to start discovering your body and you want to masturbate. And you go there and you, you just don't understand what's happening to you while, you while you're masturbating. You don't understand mentally, physically, spiritually what's going on. And usually there's just a lot of misinformation, a lot of confusion and we don't really get it. We don't really understand much about this and, and how it does affect us. So we're going to talk about that. But Matt, you know what? What does the Bible 
talk about masturbation. I mean, we've heard a lot of people say there's not, not much there, but I think there is. Just people haven't unpacked it yet. So what, what are some things that you would, you've seen uh, in scripture about masturbation? Absolutely. I mean, I think there is a ton there. I mean, we, in this podcast, we won't even get through everything that we've drawn That's from right. scripture That's in right. terms of masturbation. And yeah. so we want to hit the main points, but we need to understand what the Bible is and how it's written. And and the reality is God's word is not just a list of do's and don'ts. And so there's a lot that we can take from scripture that's not explicitly said. That doesn't mean that it's extra biblical. What it means is that the Bible is a revelation of God's character. And so in terms of masturbation, God, right from the start in Genesis, he says, let us make man in our image. And so he says us and he says our. Now this is showing God's character and this portrayal of, of this part of his character where he everything that he does is with those he's in intimate relationship with. You see that through Genesis to Revelation, through the whole way in scripture. And so as we move forward and man is made, he says that, you know, apart from me, you can do nothing, but with me, you can do all things. And so in the beginning with the son and with the Holy Spirit, the father is bringing them into what he's doing. Then he makes man and he brings us into what he's doing. And so his character is such that everything that he does, he wants to do that with those he's in intimate relationship with. And so he could have said to Jesus and the Holy Spirit at the beginning of time, he could have said, hey guys, I'm going to do something here. Watch this. And so they're sitting back on the sidelines. They're doing their own thing. And he's over here and he's making man. He could have done that. But everything he does, he does with those he's in intimate relationship with. And so when we talk about sex specifically, every time that sex is mentioned in scripture, it's in an intimate relationship between a man and a wife in marriage. And so why does the Bible not talk about masturbation? It's funny because some people say, well, it doesn't talk about it. It might be okay. Right. And I think, well, it, it doesn't talk about it. It might not be okay, right? right. When people have this misunderstanding of, of how the Bible is written and think that, well, it's not mentioned. I don't really know what to do with it. What you're really implying is that the Bible is incomplete. And I don't think that scripture is incomplete. I think it addresses everything in life. I think it's complete. I think it's an instruction manual. I think it's God's um, revelation of his character. And then he says to be holy as he is holy. And so we want to understand what his character is in this. And so why does the Bible not say anything about masturbation? Because every time sex is talked about in the Bible, in a positive light, it's between a man and a wife in marriage. Masturbation is a solo act. And so when we know what is God's will, we don't have to be told what isn't. If masturbation is a sexual act, we don't need to be told that it's not in God's will because it's done apart from those you're in intimate relationship with. Yeah, it has been viewed in a way that we think it doesn't harm another person. But the same thing we view with sex, like we can we can live our life before we're married having sex. And then when we get married, we can suddenly change and have a married mindset. Uh, it doesn't work that way even with masturbation. And one of the things that masturbation is, is it's definitely something that's very selfish, right? Sex is something, especially when we're talking about in the context of marriage, where it's designed for, is a selfless thing. What, what do I mean by that? Well, we have communication with one another as spouses to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. This is how you can build into me. This is how I can build into you. It's an ongoing dialogue and a process and a journey together where you grow together in your intimacy. You don't hit fireworks from day one. It's something you grow into. And masturbation robs us of that growth together in intimacy. It stunts us. And the problem too is we've had, usually with masturbation, we've had, before we're married, a 10, 15 year head start of learning how to please ourselves yeah. before we learn how to please a spouse. Yeah. So we know what we like. 
And then we bring that into marriage and we're talking about masturbation. We know exactly what we like. We know exactly what we like to fantasize about when we're doing that act. And it's, it's not fair. It's not a fair fight in the sense for our spouse doesn't know these things. So we're going to go to masturbation because that's where we feel we're getting a need met. And we're talking again in the context of a sexual relationship. There's, there's something missing then. We're, we're looking to get our own needs met instead of looking to meet another person's needs, which is the, the heart of sex is really about serving another person. So it becomes a selfish solo act. And then we go to that when maybe in marriage, you get a little bit disillusioned early on. And we hear this from couples all the time, especially, especially dealing with marriages in, in the ministry that I'm involved in, where uh, a couple gets disillusioned because they, they thought that sex from day one would be this amazing thing. And sex is an amazing thing, but it's something to grow together in. And then when they, they feel a little bit disillusioned because it's not matching up to the, what they thought it would be, their expectations, then they're going to go to masturbation. And then they're going to miss out on that greater intimacy together, growing and understanding, hey, this is something we got to learn. There's a, a study done, actually, that um, we're going to sex here. But um, you don't hear sweet stuff about sex and marriage until you're about year 20 to 25. So you understand that you have to build into it. Masturbation stunts you, stops that growth if you keep it in your life, in your marriage. If it's something that you're on a solo level, you're always going to, you're not going to want to learn about your spouse. You're not going to want to communicate with your spouse about what you, you know, what you're looking for in building that greater intimacy. So it becomes incredibly harmful when it's this selfish act. And that's what you view sex as, something that's so selfish. It's about my needs, what I need to get, what I need to get from my spouse, all these different things instead of what I can pour into my spouse. So it becomes a harmful thing. So that's on a relational level. It's just it's just harmful. But what other, other ways does this affect us too? I mean, that, that's a question I think we need to be asking. Yeah, and I love that you're talking about the relational level and how it harms us and affects us and limits the intimacy that we have and the connection we have in marriage because it does the exact same thing with God. And there was a sad story that I heard one time when I was speaking at a camp and somebody was upset that I was talking about masturbation in a negative light. <laughs> right. And she actually went to the director of the camp and said, I'm mad about all this legalistic preaching that you have right. in this camp this week. And, and so the camp director said, well, what do you mean? And so she went in to tell her story. And so she said that she was in her 70s and for the past 25 years, her husband had been impotent. He wasn't able to have sex physically. Mm -hmm. he, had a, he had a disability. And so she believed the lie, and I want to make that clear that it's a lie, that she has sexual needs. Nobody mm -hmm. ever died because they didn't get off. Nobody ever died <laughs> because they didn't get sex. That's right. It's not a sexual need. That's a lie that Cosmopolitan and GQ and these magazines yep. will feed you. Mm -hmm. We have sexual urges that we can conquer. If it's a need, we're victim to it. And so... It's not a, we, and you can learn more about that in the Lies We Tell Ourselves podcast yeah. that was released a few weeks ago. That's just one of the lies we cover. But she was, she was thinking, well, I've got sexual needs. Now I'm, you know, 45, 50 years old, whatever it was. What do I do? And so she said, I can't be, you know, going outside of my marriage. And so I have to masturbate. And so she'd spent the last 25 years masturbating and she was feeling okay with it because she was, she had that mindset. She told the director, well, this is, this is the only way that I have to satisfy my sexual needs. When I heard that, I was so sad that she went 25 years neglecting a greater intimacy with Jesus. And I always say that if God is love, and there's different kinds of love, there's an agape love, which is an unconditional, amazing love. There's a phileo love, which is a brotherly love. Mm -hmm. There's also an eros love, which is a romantic, erotic love. And so 
God says that, yeah, he loves us unconditionally. He says he loves us like a brother. He loves us as a husband. He loves us with that Eros love. And so if we don't know how to experience that, I think times of sexual temptation where we have those urges to masturbate are an incredible time to welcome God in to those moments and grow in relationship with him. And so I, I just always encourage people, I don't want you just to resist those thoughts and think, well, I don't want to you know, give in and I can't think about my sexual urges. I want you to welcome God into those sexual urges and have his presence just so satisfy you that you don't have to give in. When God says that he wants us to learn to control our bodies in a way that's holy and honorable to him when it talks about sexual urges um, in 1 Thessalonians, I think that he is saying, let me be part of this. I want to be in everything in your life. I've given you these urges. I want to be part of it. And when I was in premarital counseling before I got married, my premarital counselor, he said to me, he's like, when you and your wife are making love, welcome God in pray and welcome the Holy Spirit into that that time. And I thought it was kind of a funny concept, but I've learned a lot since. And I think that when you're single, if you can welcome God into these times of sexual temptations, when you feel the urges, it's going to really, like Brad and you're talking about, um, amplify the pleasure or the joy that you get when you get married. Mm -hmm. And also, it's just going to increase the intimacy that you have with Jesus. Yeah, so well said. And we tend to, as humans, connect to something that we think will either meet a need for us or make us feel better or da 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 right I'll keep going in the lines yeah. when we connect to God he meets and fills our innermost needs that sometimes we don't know are there he meets us in a much deeper level and that intimacy what we're trying to say here is far greater than the whatever quote unquote gratification you're going to get from masturbation and that release you get in that moment and the danger that happens with connecting to masturbation is we're going to go to that because it's a cheap imitation. It is not the real thing. Um, our brains light up when we do that, for sure. And so what occurs is you know, we, we go to masturbation. I know when I was a teenager, you're bored, so you masturbate. Yeah. Or maybe you're feeling sad, oh, I better masturbate. Or maybe you're feeling some people are happy, so they, they, they want to make that elation feel even better, so they masturbate. All these different emotions that we feel or if we're going through something in life, trauma, if we're going through stress, we go to these different things that we learn, learn behavior to connect with them instead of connecting with God. And these are, again, cheap imitations. The same thing happens with our spouse, you know, in marriage. We, we Instead of going to our spouse to connect to them, we're going to go to masturbation and connect with that. And that's where the danger lies. That's where the danger lies because what we learn is that this is something that helps us to maybe mask a little bit of our pain. Um, maybe it makes us avoid thinking about something. Maybe it it's our go-to when we want to, yeah, kind of that avoidance tactic of, especially when we're dealing, we talked a lot about pornography, but we're dealing with addiction. We want to avoid maybe the, the what's really the underlying issues. We don't want to deal with it. So we'll go to these surface things. Masturbation is is just as dangerous as pornography on that level yeah. because it's it's easily accessible and it does do the same thing as porn maybe in a different way in a different aspect but it does rewire our brain to a degree where we're, we're still getting that stimulus that we're looking for and we're not connecting again with god first and then with our spouse so we miss out on something so amazing because we have a cheap imitation that just can't give us the gratification that we're looking for and that's why we're talking about this, not to make you feel bad, not to, like Mao was saying, a legalistic thing. No, there's something better on the other side, though. Yeah. Masturbation isn't your answer. There's something greater than it. So let's point to the greater thing. 
Okay, that's that's what we're trying to focus on. That's so good. There's something better than masturbation to meet those needs that you have. As Matt was saying, needs, quotation, right? Like we don't have sexual needs, but we do have urges for sure. Um, but we have other needs that often get masked over um, by masturbation. We don't we don't look in internally deeper oh. and allow God to go deeper in our lives because we keep it on this one level. It's a protective mechanism that we do so we don't have to think a lot about ourselves. Maybe some hurt that we've encountered in the past or even just the way that we deal and cope with life. Maybe this is a coping mechanism. Maybe you don't feel like there's any pain attached to it, but you just cope. And we learn different ways to cope with things and that can become destructive. And then eventually we use it to mask pain. Yeah, it's so good. I always think of this story too, or I guess it's more of a teaching from Paul when he's writing to the church in Corinth and he says that it, that as a man and a wife, you should never come apart. You should always actually, he says, you should always take care of each other's conjugal rights. And so in other words, you should always have sex, basically make that a consistent part of your marriage, um, but only come apart for a time of prayer and fasting, but not for too long. Don't come apart for too long because... If you go for too long, you're going to give in to sexual temptation. And so come back together so that you don't give in. And I look at that and I think, isn't that interesting that prayer and fasting are so important? Mm -hmm. And if masturbation was okay and was permissible and was part of God's design for us, wouldn't Paul say, and as you're praying and fasting, because it's so important, I want you to continue praying and fasting. And so when sexual urges come, just masturbate. Just take care of yourself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he doesn't say that because it's not part of God's design for us. He wants us to come back together to satisfy each other so that we don't give in to the sexual urges when they mm -hmm. come. And so you can just look at that again in, in terms of what we were saying before, that when the Bible talks about sex in a positive light, it's between a man and a wife in marriage, and it never leaves room for masturbation. I love what you're saying about that because some of the studies that are coming out even now are seeing now, Scripture already knows these things. God's word is already gone before us and we know these things out of God's word. But it's so cool when we see studies that are like affirming what God's already yeah. saying. And like some of the stuff that's coming out, I mean, Covenant Eyes had a great article about some of these things. But uh, studies have shown that the brain, our brains actually have two kind of centers. One is for excitement and one is for satisfaction when we're talking about pleasure. Exciting and satisfying. The excitement aspect of our pleasure centers in our brain does get affected by things like masturbation and pornography. Those our brains light up on that 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 center with when we deal with uh, where we're, we're going to porn and masturbation. But interestingly enough, the satisfying component of our pleasure that is affected when we're making uh, when we have sex with our spouse when we're making love to our spouse and. That's more interesting because what the study was talking about is that masturbation, it really fuels our fantasies and all these other aspects, but it leaves our brains starved for the real thing. And that's an intercourse with our spouse. So masturbation is void of any kind of connection. There's no touching, caressing, kissing. There's no deeper intimacy there. It's just you, yourself, and that's it, right? That's and we're it. seeing it scientifically. It's yeah. so crazy. That's right. And it's it's amazing. So what we're talking about here, I mean, Scripture is already talking about it, but the better thing, the greater thing is intercourse. That's where the orgasm, the release, men and women uh, alike. There are also studies have shown that regular masturbation leads to greater depression. It leads to actually prostate abnormalities in men. And it's, it's just not, our bodies are designed for something more than masturbation, designed for more than that, that release, the individual release. That's where the sexual component of rela and relational component comes in with your spouse. 
And that's, that's so powerful. I mean, I, I wish I would have known that growing up. I really do because I just thought masturbation was harmless, you know, but I started to realize pretty quickly, wow, this is really drawing me in. I have to keep doing it. It just doesn't satisfy me. I'm wanting something different more. It just doesn't give me what I'm looking for. And that thing that we're looking for is a deeper first with God, but then the joy that we can get within a marriage context of, of doing that uh, and having intercourse with your spouse. Yeah, it's so amazing because when we learned about this with our brains having two pleasure centers and, and it satisfies the excitement side, but not the satisfaction side, it's so crazy because we can think, but think back and it's like, that's so true. Yeah. You feel excited in the moment, you feel the fantasies, you think about it, but you feel so, you have such a longing yeah. afterwards. You feel shame, you feel empty. And yeah. to see this um, from a, a neurological scientific standpoint is so interesting because you know, even the reality is without scripture and without understanding what the Bible says, we have the spirit of truth in us. And why is it that people say, yeah, you can masturbate without pornography, um, but it always leads to shame. It always leads to guilt. You don't feel like high on life after you feel <laughs> down, right? Yeah. And so if we have the spirit of truth in us, he would lead us into truth. And there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Why do we condemn ourselves after we do this? And so he just doesn't want us to live with the heaviness and the shame that comes from masturbation. And so I just think that's why a lot of people without a biblical foundation, they still know that it's not in God's design because the Holy Spirit is leading them to that revelation. But then when you see it, from research, it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and along with that, in that same Covenant Eyes article, it outlines the study from the Journal of the American Medical Association, and it shows something so fascinating. The, the semen makeup is different when we have vaginal intercourse than it is when you have masturbation. And that is fascinating because there's so many lies that people believe out there that masturbation is healthy. And there's articles written on it. And I know that when I was a teenager, especially, I would believe that. And I, I've talked to lots of other people who go, well, I have to do this because it's healthier. Mm -hmm. That's at least the, mm -hmm. the lie that I believe. And but now to see this, a lot of those lies or those articles are coming from the fact that sex is healthy. Sex is healthy. But the semen makeup and the effect on our prostates, like you're talking about, Brad, is different when you have vaginal intercourse than it is when you yeah. masturbate. Yeah. It's such fascinating stuff. But God's design is so for us that when you don't masturbate, you're not going to suffer health uh, risks, right? right? You're not yeah. going to be negatively affected. In fact, like you're talking about, you're going to have better mental health. You're going to have better prostate health. Yeah. You're going to have better self-control. You're going to have better intimacy in yeah. marriage and with God. There's so many health benefits. And so this stuff is amazing. And we just want people to understand that this is not a situation to be condemning or to condemn no. you. I mean, honestly, masturbation is a bigger issue than pornography. Because yeah. like you're talking about, I mean, it's always with you. The, the organs you masturbate with, guy or girl, is they're always with you. Yeah. And you can shut porn out, but you can still masturbate apart from porn. And so it's a much more frequent thing mm -hmm. than even the epidemic of pornography. And so don't feel condemned. Don't feel guilty. This is something that we've both struggled with. This is something that a lot of people deal with. Um, but if you can understand God's truth and now the scientific proof um, around masturbation, it's going to lead you into so much freedom. Yeah. And, you know, for those of you out there that are single, what we'll say to you, too, is that, you know, we'll be affirmative in this, in a sense that if your hope is to be married eventually, and, and this is something that you're looking forward to, view it that way. Instead of, oh, I can't masturbate. Yeah. Look what I'm building into instead. I'm thinking of my future spouse in this. I'm thinking of my future relationship, my intimacy with another person. And not only that, but when you're single, 
focus on your intimacy with God. And that's going to meet those inner needs on a much deeper level than anything ever will. And that's really what the truth of this is, is masturbation can stop us. It stops us. It kind of it's a ceiling that we can't break through because we never are looking to get a deeper need met. We just stop there and then we don't feel good. So we keep going to masturbation. Don't feel good. Masturbate. Don't feel good. Masturbate. And you're just in this cycle and you just can't break out of it. So let's let's break through that ceiling. And that ceiling, you know, on the other side of that is a deeper intimacy with God and then eventually with others if you if you choose to get married or if that's what's what's something that you're looking for to. And so that's what we encourage you in, in the singleness aspect. And I, that's something I would have loved to know when I was single. You know what? It's not about, okay, just white knuckle it and hope I don't masturbate and, and uh, just hold out until I can have sex. Don't view it that way. Please don't. That doesn't work. <laughs> Look instead of into what you're building into. Look in, in the sense that yeah. you're, you're growing instead of just trying to hold out. You know, grow. Don't just stay stunted and, and then eventually bloom in, in, in your marriage. Yeah. No, grow now. And part of that is understanding your intimacy with God. And, and growing in your, in, your, in your connection with him and then with others as an outpouring of that. So focus on those things. And, uh, you know, and then that's what we would encourage you with. That's the affirmative in this. Hey, let's, let's look at the positive, the hopeful, the, the helpful aspect of it. Absolutely. There was a guy that was really confused um, from the first conference that we put on, actually, because yeah. there were probably four different speakers at our conference that we didn't plan on ahead of time, but we all shared about masturbation in this light. Mm-hmm. And and so he came to me afterwards and he said, he's like, Matt, I've had two Christian counselors tell me that as long as I don't use porn when I masturbate, it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he said, then I came to your conference and I heard all this stuff. He's like, I'm really confused. And so like literally he took me out for coffee to talk about it because it was such a big deal in his life. And and I just shared with him some of this stuff and, and he looked at me, he said, I can't argue this. This is the first time that this has actually made sense. And I have an understanding biblically and I have an understanding of what it does to my body. And so I shared with him, like, that's great to know what, you know, not to do. But what to do is to, when you feel those urges and you want to give in, or maybe that's your habit, just look to the Lord, bring him into those moments. And what I've learned to be powerful in my life is what I shared with him is just to say, God, my purpose in life is to know you and to be and to glorify you. Mm-hmm. My purpose is to glorify you, and I'm going to do that in this moment. And so thank you for being here with me, and I'm going to glorify you in my thoughts and my action. And guys, there's been so many times where it's, you know, I'm going to bed or I'm tempted or any time, and I do this, and I go to sleep, and I wake up in the morning, and I go, I don't even remember fighting. I just remember going to sleep. I just remember praying and welcoming God. And the next thing I knew, I woke up in the morning and I think, God, you did this for me. Mm -hmm. And so I wake up so much more excited about my relationship with God than if I'd given in the night before and I wake up full of shame and guilt and beat myself up again. And so I shared that with this guy and he was, he was, the reason I'm thinking about this is because Brad and you're talking about singleness leading into marriage. I mean, this guy was 44 Mm -hmm. and he's not married yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I hope for his sake that he would be because he wants to be, but say you're single forever. Yeah. Um, would you rather live a life where you're just masturbating and feeling shame and confusion about it? Or would you rather live a life where you so greatly know the Lord that he's got you through all those moments? And so three weeks later, I met with this guy again. He said, Matt, I did what you said. I feel God's presence in my bedroom. I feel him in my day because it leads into to like when you wake up in the morning, you feel him the night before you have that memory. Now it leads into your day. 
And he said, this has been the longest time that I've gone without masturbation in 20 years. Mm -hmm. Because you understand how to welcome God into those times, not just fight to resist it, like Braden's talking about, white knuckle it. Mm -hmm. But you do it God's way, and there's so much freedom in that. Yeah, there there really is. And it's so great that, because we've experienced both sides of this aspect. And I understand what it's like to feel the shame, the the guilt that goes with it. And, and in that mindset, you're 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 not really able to receive something good. You're just you're just thinking in the negative all the time and the bad and and see so that's when you go to things like this. Um, but what if that was gone? Imagine what life would be like if that shame and that guilt wasn't there anymore. What would life be like if you had a greater vision for for where God was leading you and a, and a deeper connection with Him? How amazing would that be? So masturbation isn't something that uh, adds to your life. It actually, it can take away greatly from your life. And it often, as Matt was saying, is tied to fantasy and other things that welcome in more filth, more junk into your life. You keep having to go into fantasy and increasing the level of what that fantasy is to, to get off in your, in your masturbation. And not only that, but then you start, it starts increasing that behavior, but then it gets often tied to pornography. And usually it is, um, not always, but it's, it's, it, it's an invitation of, to, to greater harm to you. And so when we get pushed back to this, we're not trying to kill people's fun. Yeah. And that's not what God does with us. No. He's not trying to kill our fun. Yeah. He's actually trying to give us something better, that's a better right. plan for our life. So have a vision. Well, what, how amazing would it be to experience the freedom um, from masturbation? And I'm going to tell you, it's amazing. You know, when you, you're not having to think, you think a different way when you're in this kind of masturbating mindset. It's like, yeah. okay, well, this day I can, this day, you like, you, or I have free time now, so let's go there. Like, yeah, you're I just have to hide. You got to hide. You feel, you feel kind of, kind of gross usually because you, and then you get these urges that you just feel like you yeah. can't control at all. Yeah. Like you're just a, you know, I've heard of guys where they're, they're in public and they have to go to public bathroom to masturbate yeah. because they can't get through their day. Yeah. I mean, does that sound like freedom? Yeah. How no. would you feel if you just knew how to master your body and control it? Yeah. How would you feel? Yeah. I love that you're saying that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so true because it's, you know, I, I, and I think that's where we really step into what God has for us. And then, you know, if there is pain in our life, that can start to come out and God can deal with it in a healthy way instead of us covering dirt over dirt on top of our pain so that no one can ever touch that. Imagine if you're just unhindered and you have that freedom. Um, where God can, can deal with those things in our life in a way that we have a great growing connection to him. I mean, that's, that's a better picture for us, a better picture for you. And that's why we talk about this and we're passionate, excited about this topic because there's something greater. Absolutely. We're not trying to kill fun. We're trying to give you something better than, than what masturbation promises you because it, it never lives up to its promise. Absolutely. And so guys, share this podcast, share this news, send it to people that you know. I mean, this is something that probably the word masturbation is even more than more taboo than pornography. But <laughs> yeah. the more you can just talk about it, it gives so much freedom to people. And we never know who's struggling. We never know who's behind closed doors, just full of shame and guilt because of what they did last night or this morning or at the lunch break at work, you know. And so the more we can get this uh, stuff out there, um, the better. And so share with friends. Um, you can always go to the website and subscribe if you haven't done that yet. You get notifications every week when new episodes come out. And thanks for spending time with us. We hope that this had a great value and we'll chat next week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. 
This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.